Good morning. Good morning. Please join me in the prayer of illumination that's printed in your bulletins and on the board. Lord, thank you for surprising us with your joy. In the middle of our day-to-day -day chaos, you care and greats find us just when we need it. Continue to transform us with your loving word so that we can work on building your kingdom more fully here with all we have and all we are. Amen. Today's scripture reading is from the book of Isaiah, chapter 35, 1 through 10. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and shouting. The glory of Lebanon shall come given to it, and the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are of a fearful heart, be strong, do not fear, here is your God. He will come with vengeance. With terrible recompense, he will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be opened. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For water shall break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. The haunt of jackals shall become a swamp. The grass shall become reeds and rushes. A highway shall be there, and that shall be called the holy way. The unclean shall not travel on it, but it shall be for God's people. No traveler, not even fool, shall go astray. No lion will be there, nor any ravenous beast come upon it. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thanks, Darren. Last week we spoke of God's peace, of the peace of Christ and the peaceful presence and power of the Holy Spirit being possible for all of us. We have been gifted with God's peace and presence, even in the most uncertain circumstances. Life is a journey. Everyone's life's journey is different. There are twists and turns for each of us. Joys and sorrows, happiness and sadness, peace and chaos. But the one constant that we have is our God. As we think about the happenings of Christmas... As we think about Joseph and Mary, who believed they were on one path, the path toward marriage and new beginnings, and whose lives were abruptly changed and whose paths were shifted by the power and the direction of God. We always wonder, in the midst of that overwhelm, where they found their joy. How could Joseph, nearly married but not yet, who finds out that his precious bride-to-be was pregnant? It was unimaginable. What could he do? The law called for him to leave her or worse. 
This was not a bend in the road of his journey that Joseph could have ever anticipated. No one could anticipate this sort of movement of God. Joseph wrestled with this new chaos in his life. He loved her. He he needed to leave her. He wanted to protect her, yet he was called to hold her accountable. But for what? He wasn't completely sure because he wanted to believe her. Joseph was a man who had forged a path forward in life, who then found himself decidedly off course, overwhelmed, bewildered, overtaken by it all. Have you ever been there? And then there was Mary, young Mary, betrothed to her Joseph, dedicated to her new life, but then God moved. The angel came, the pregnancy commenced. What did she understand? She understood enough of God that she would trust the words of the angel of the Lord. She would continue to contemplate, and I love the scripture that says she pondered these things away in her heart. But ultimately, she would trust the path that God was laying out before her. Even if she didn't understand it, even if she couldn't see the destination, even if she didn't understand the totality of it, she would trust that God knew all things, and in God's time, she would know. In God's time, she would understand. I always wonder, I think I, I told you last week that I, I tend to focus on the humanity of the Christmas story, and I always wonder what they knew and what they understood. Did they know the entire story before the baby came? Did they know the end before they really even began? Or was it too much? Did God protect them by only revealing bits and pieces at a time, just enough to allow them to continue on the journey? What did they know? Kiss the face 
watched her give birth in a stable and place the baby in a makeshift bed. And just for a moment, Joseph asked for the world to stand back and allow them to just be. I wonder if for just a moment he wanted to be just a father to a child, he wanted to watch her be a mother to her newborn son. That's how I picture it in my mind. Joseph and Mary knew that they were going to have to share Jesus for his entire life. So I wonder, did they ask for others to stay away just for this one night? Did they ask for a momentary slice of quiet and stillness? Did Joseph pray for, guard to, for God to guard him? But especially on this night, for God to guard his heart and his mind and to let him be just a child, just their child. Jesus. 
I wouldn't blame them if they wanted to put the world on pause for just a moment. They were trying to understand it all as it unfolded before them. Do you know how that feels? As you try to process the happenings of your life and you just wish there was a pause button you could hit for just a moment. And so your prayers turn to pleas of, just just give me a moment, God. Just let me process what's happening. Please, just a moment of stillness and peace. But, But here's the thing about God. Sometimes the things that we see as overwhelming in our stories of life, sometimes the things that we see as only bad things, negative things, sometimes those are the most amazing things. Because as Joseph and Mary looked at a precious newborn baby in their arms, God looked, how many kings stepped down from their thrones, how many lords have
Friends, this is Jesus' story. This is our story. This is the story of how we can find peace and hope and joy. This love story is our redemption story. Jesus' love transforms us. Jesus' love brings heaven to earth. Just glimpses of it. Jesus' love shows us grace upon grace. Jesus' love is what the world had waited and is waiting for. And as we wait this Advent season, we must be reminded that love, the kind of love that Jesus showered us with, that is an active love. It's a moving love. It's a saving love. And when we show God's grace to one another, when we choose love over hate, peace over war, comfort over chaos, and joy over sadness, we bring a piece of Jesus into the place where we stand. And heaven meets earth. God's kingdom comes, if just for a moment. Just for a moment, there's a little bit of heaven everywhere in a stranger's smile, in the hug from a child, in a shared meal or a simple gift. Heaven reigns in our world. And for some reason, it seems that it's a little bit easier to find at Christmas time. Maybe because we're more focused on other people rather than our own interests. Maybe just for a few days during the Christmas season, God allows us to glimpse glory so that we are reminded that no matter how difficult the road has become, we are still moving toward it. We are still moving forward. No matter how many turns and twists we've taken, we're still making progress, even when it feels like we're standing still and even when it feels like we're stepping back. There are times in our lives when we have to look a little harder to see the glimpses of glory around us, but they are always there because God is always there. Just look. Joy that we feel and the love that 
funny how it takes a holiday to show us how the world could truly change if we all took the time to really care there'd be The joy that we feel and the love that we share is a little bit of heaven everywhere. There's a little bit of heaven everywhere. Angels we have heard on high, sweetly sing. Joy is accessible to us all, just like the peace that we talked about last week. It's ours to have and ours to share. And so the question for the people of waiting, we the church, is what do we do this Advent to spread bits of heaven everywhere? What can we as individuals do to shift our focus away from all of the things that we want to bring us joy but don't? How do we shift to the Christ who offers us lasting joy in spite of any circumstance? These are the questions for us all, questions for all who are waiting this Advent season.